Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman. Today, in our daily delve into the Bugle's past, well, we love a reason to celebrate, and cake, candles and missiles were on the agenda in October 2009 as John Oliver and I raised a glass to 60 years of communist China for issue 91 of the Bugle. Top story this week, and happy birthday, communist China! Many happy returns to the People's Republic of China. It is 60 years since the communists came to power there. And it seems like only yesterday, Andy, that they had cultural, religious and personal freedom. But it wasn't yesterday. It was 60 years ago that they had any of those things. But what a special day. Now, I'm going to need 60 candles on all of the 1.3 billion birthday cakes that I've bought for the Chinese people. That might sound extravagant, but obviously I've outsourced the making of those cakes, as the Chinese provide much cheaper labour than workers do in the West. So, without knowing it, they've been pounding out their own cakes over the last year for a human rights abusingly low price. And they can now enjoy them. Happy birthday, China! It's a communist cake. Nothing flashy, no icing, but it has all the basic ingredients of a cake. Now, just make sure that everyone has exactly the same sized slice. Exactly the same. And then let a few people eat most of it anyway. So, on this... As the bugle goes out the 5th of October, Monday the 5th of October, that's the 40th anniversary of the first broadcasts of Monty Python. So I right. guess we can say, yep. and Mao for something completely different. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't so, say that. No. I mean, it'll be tempting to say that, Andy. Do you reckon I can back see out of that now? The temptation is there, okay. but I would certainly never, never consider right. saying that out loud. Okay, okay consider that, that joke retracted. <laughs> That's your first official retraction, Andy. <laughs> I can't believe you backed down. Never back Considering the kind of shit you've stood by. <laughs> That's the first thing they teach you at comedy school. Don't back down. Has it really been 60 years since one man's dream of selling affordable suits to the mass market <laughs> got slightly out of hand? <laughs> Mao Zedong was nothing more than a tailor with ideas above his station. He made a lovely suit, and he, and he, was, he was a big fan of the hard sell. <laughs> uh, would you be interested in wearing this suit here? Actually, Mao, that's not my kind of style. I think I'll give it a miss. Really? Interesting. Well, let me put it this way. If you don't wear this suit, I'll torture your family and exile you to a work camp. OK, Mao, do you have one in a men's medium? <laughs> China's been staging mass celebrations to mark 60 years since uh, yeah. the Communist Party came to power. It was a two-hour parade of... Well, can you guess? Can you guess what was in the parade? 
Oh, hold on. Um, it probably wasn't inflatable balloons <laughs> or clowns. Was it a mass demonstration of force, Andy? <laughs> it was, yeah. A lot of soldiers, a lot of <laughs> tanks, a lot of missiles. Majored very much on the militaristic side of things. Wasn't a lot in it in that parade for people who aren't really into military grandstanding, which, you know, I found a bit disappointing. Not the most spontaneous and exuberant. I guess what it showed, if nothing else, is that China and Brazil are very different nations. <laughs> That's right. There was no real sense of a woman in a spangly bikini. <laughs> <laughs> with a snake around her neck and painted in glitter. No, I'm not... Shaking her hips. <laughs> there was a subsequent parade. I switched off because I got a bit bored of the tanks and the missiles. I want to see, I want to see a float with some people dressed as a giant duck, some bits of <laughs> cucumber and a, sp- and a spring onion and a pancake. Doing a dance representing how to put a duck pancake together. I, I wanted to see that. As soon I didn't as they can that. find out a costume for some hoisin sauce, Andy. <laughs> Thing is, though... It's just like my birthdays as a boy, Andy. I always used to like to celebrate with an ostentatious display of power. (laughs) I would parade my weaponry down the road my family lived on. Pea shooters, catapults, spud guns, water bombs and whoopee cushions. All proudly displayed in a procession by my little brothers and sisters to act as a deterrent to any bullies who might get the wrong idea. What I was saying to the world was, yes, I'm nine years old today, but I'm armed to the f***ing teeth and I will unleash hell on any... Who wants to have a taste? <laughs> for me, that's what birthdays have always been for, Andy. <laughs> Weapons parades. I can, I can only hope you'll provide your children with the same opportunities. And I think, um, you know, without seeing the subtitles of uh, Hu Jintao's speech, I think that's pretty much what he was saying the other day. Any <laughs> Have a taste! Come get some! Who wants a piece of who? <laughs> so there were massive portraits, as you might expect uh, on occasions. So it's this huge, great portraits of Mao... Uh, other Chinese communist leaders, and also actress Zoe Deschanel. Um, Ooh, I think like there was her. a bit of a communication <laughs> there in quite a sinister way. I, I like, I like her. I think she's very pretty, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Really? That would be great if they did that. It's just, to be honest, I like her so much, I didn't really engage in the premise of that joke. I was just thinking about what a nice thing that would be. Oh, that would have been great. Can you not do a film with her, John? I would love to do a film with her, Andy, but she would have to be willing to, to do a film which would lose a historic amount of money. It's the ball's in her court. <laughs> if she's willing to jeopardise her career, well, I would be honoured to be the person to bring it down. Well, I believe that she starred in a film called The Happening. Well, which, actually, that was supposed to be a very bad. Well, yeah, but that, I think we mentioned it before, actually, a while ago on, on The Bugle, that was actually trumped at the Razzies by your film. You're right! So I mean, you could have met her at the Razzies Awards had you so had the she, balls to go. So she's actually the only person... <laughs> Who I can do a, a film with. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Oh, Zoe. I mean, your name's Zoe. And th- I, I will call you Zoe. <laughs> Zoe's a silly name. We'll talk about it, Zoe. But it was a massive, great 60-metre-high portrait of her at the parade. There was a communication breakdown in the, in the massive portrait painting departments in Beijing. Although, on the flip side, there is now a billboard for the movie 500 Days of Summer at the end of my road with a massive picture of Deng Xiaoping on it. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was made for rom-coms. <laughs> I'll tell you why the people of China are putting on these mass celebrations, though, Andy. Because they have to. (laughs) Because if they want to hold something that isn't a celebration, the birthday communists will put them in birthday jail. (laughs) And even the weather cooperated with the celebrations. Apparently, cloud seeding the day before brought overnight showers to disperse the smog and bring in clear skies. See? Even the weather is frightened of the Chinese, Andy. Do you have any idea how terrifying that is? <laughs> Apparently the wind is learning to speak conversational Mandarin just to be on the safe side in the future. 
Yeah, there were ordinary people actually discouraged from going to see the celebrations. There were 30,000 people invited to watch it. Right. Uh, everyone else was advised by officials to watch it on TV, quotes, to avoid complications. Oh, boy. Now, complications. It's a sinister word, isn't it? I mean, in some countries, all complications might signal some irritating <coughs> paperwork or maybe an annoying delay in getting something installed, or in a worst-case scenario, maybe a medical thing, an operation to re-angle your toenail. It's gone slightly wrong, resulted in you being fitted with a prosthetic foot modelled on Hitler's foot. <laughs> to most of us, that sort of complication. In other countries, it just kind of conjures up the image of massive tanks, big sticks, and people disappearing for good. <laughs> something just gets lost in translation somewhere. There were other ways of celebrating. Apparently, um, couples in China, and we're not allowed to divorce during the eight days of celebration. And uh, what a happy time that's going to be <laughs> for those people, Andy. Couples stuck in unsustainable marriages are now forced to endure one another for another week, courtesy of the benevolent state. I bet they're celebrating harder than anyone as they sit in a tense silence in their front room. <laughs> That's right, in Chongqing, no weddings during this eight-day holiday in uh, Chongqing. Other parts of China went further and issued bans on couples squabbling about who gets to watch what on telly, on wives making bitchy comments about their husbands leaving clothes on the floor, and husbands muttering about their wives looking at pictures of Italian footballers when they quite clearly don't actually follow Italian football. It's understandable in a way, John, because these celebrations surely show to the Chinese people and Chinese couples, and no matter how things really are, if you put on a brave show, you can make it look like everything's OK, and just like it used to be. And that, that's the message of the Chinese state. We can make this work. And arguing couples will look at their TV sets, put the crockery they're about to throw at each other down, and say, hey, look, those are 8,000 soldiers marching through the streets with rocket launchers and a big picture of Mao. If the government can paper over cracks with hollow and creeping nostalgic <laughs> public displays of unity, why can't we? <laughs> But, you know, where will China be 60 years from now, Andy? That's the question that really begs being asked here. And I'll tell you where they'll be. They'll be controlling every aspect of our lives. <laughs> and this little segment could come back to bite us in the hoo-ha. I think you and me might be celebrating the 120th anniversary of Chinese communism somewhere in a labour camp in Cornwall. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Now go to listen to the latest edition of Catharsis with Tiff Stevenson and friends, available on the internet, including at thebuglepodcast.com.